Hello, everybody. It's Daniel here, and this is our next Emotional English Podcast episode where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy, and of course, positively. Welcome, 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 everyone. I'm uh, very happy to have another episode with you guys. As always, it's a, such a pleasure uh, to discuss uh, with you topics which I'm interested in and to do it in English. So you guys have some benefits out of it and I do have some benefits to practice my public speaking. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all for that opportunity, guys. Really appreciate for your feedback. I've received many of your messages. Thank you so much for that. But still, if you have some interesting topics to discuss, if you really want to see something uh, in our podcasts, just let me know on my Instagram page or just send me the message to my Telegram or WhatsApp. It doesn't matter. So you just uh, let me know what kind of content you're interested in and I'll try to make more of it. Um, the first thing I want to say is uh, um, we're kind of finalizing today the topic about how to read books and uh, the method number three is showing up today. It's called digging deeper into the book. Digging deeper into the book. What does it mean, digging deeper? It means when you're going even uh, further, right? You're reading the book and you understand the book in a deeper context, right? In deeper um, level, right? So, uh, and as always, I use uh, the platform. It's called WikiHow. Uh, and uh, it's a very good platform, wikihow.com. Very good website where you can read information in English. And the language used here is very simple very understandable. I hope you'll have a lot of fun reading it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so let's use uh, one of the um, interesting ideas or topics uh, about how to read books and the method number three is showing up. Let's start from the number one recommendation. Number one is we should find information about when the book was written. So why this recommendation is quite important one, because when you understand the period when the book was written, you have more understanding of emotions, of atmosphere, of a surrounding uh, when the book was written, right? You will understand why the author sharing the specific uh, knowledge or uh, why he uh, was doing it in a specific manner, right? So it's uh, just uh, more details you can get out of the book uh, when you understand the period the book was written. So uh, let's see what the topic or the website is sharing with us. So understanding why the book was written may help you with comprehension as you read. Go online to look up major events that were occurring in the world when you when your book was written. Write them down to create a reference sheet for later. Okay, so there are some interesting moments here. First word is comprehension, right? Comprehension. This, it's a very popular word for uh, English teachers. For example, English teachers use the word uh, or use uh, comprehension questions uh, to understand uh, to um, understand, do you understand the text or not, uh, to see, uh, to clarify this information. Yeah, and so comprehension means your understanding. Uh, if you uh, comprehend something, uh, you understand the thing, okay? So uh, that is the thing. With uh, comprehension, with understanding, 
you have more chances to understand the book, right? So uh, they recommend us go online to look up for major events, right? Of course, uh, you look, uh, if you read uh, historical books, you check or double check or proof checking uh, online and then uh, you understand what kind of major events uh, had happened there, right? Uh, so, or another word used here, occurring in the world, right? Occurring, the same as happening, right, in the world. So when you, mm, when you read your book, you understand the events, you understand uh, the uh, situations, right, uh, occurred in the world that moment, and uh, you have more deeper comprehension, right? Deeper understanding of the situation. So, there are some examples here. It may also be important for you to think about who wrote the book. Maybe you are reading a novel written by someone who was put in prison because they had opinions their government thought uh, were dangerous. Think about what could be dangerous about the book you are reading. Okay, for example, Mein Kampf, right? Mein Kampf... uh, was written by Hitler, so uh, it's a very uh, prohibited book in my country, in Russia. The book is prohibited for a reason. If the book is not prohibited, it means the government won't you or doesn't care are you reading it or not. Uh, but if the book is prohibited, it means that the government don't want you to read the exact book for a reason. And you know, Hitler was a not a good guy, so that's why it's pretty understandable, right? Pretty comprehensible why the government don't want you to read the book. So let's go a little bit deeper. I think it's pretty understandable why we're not reading some kind of books, right? So this goes for uh, textbooks too. A history textbooks written in 1950s uh, might be really concerned with Cold War, for example. Yeah, uh, we should understand the history, right? Uh, the history lessons. For example, if we have uh, American book and uh, Russian or USSR book, we have a little confrontation between the ideas and thoughts and propagandas, right? So during the Cold War, there were so many situations in the world with uh, specific propaganda. Uh, the West uh, had their own propaganda about things, um, and uh, our country or USSR had uh, our, our own propaganda. So that was the time with fights um, and that cold uh, cold war. Here you go. So when you read a book, just be careful and uh, try to understand when the book was written and uh, uh, what kind of interests uh, the countries or the guy who had finished that book or who had written that book uh, had. Okay, just try to understand this idea or logic as well. Next one is you can also read articles about the time period or situation the book focuses on uh, to help improve your understanding. For instance, consider reading about uh, hardships uh, uh, women in early 20th century faced if you're reading uh, a realistic fiction novel about a female character in the U.S. during the 1920s. Yeah, so, you know, uh, there are two different time periods um, about women we had in our history, right? The women uh, didn't have big rights, uh, 
earlier, right? So, and uh, you should make sure that you understand some points while you're reading some type of information. Uh, nowadays, women, they have more freedom, they have more rights. And in the reason of that, the books are completely different uh, if you compare the periods now and the period um, a long time ago, right? Just make sure that you understand these differences and don't be shocked when you see something is weird happening related to ladies or other things, okay? That's the main idea of the recommendation number one. So we should read articles. We should get some extra information because book is like a propaganda machine. If you see something weird there, make sure that you double check or proof check with other resources or articles that's why you need to know what was happening that day um, you're reading, right? Or you're reading about. So just double check the information with the historical proofs or historical knowledge. And uh, extra information will help you to double check in a good way. Um, second part is consider the purpose of the book. Yeah, we should consider the purpose of the book. So we should pay attention uh, to... Uh, the key lessons, depending on the overall point of the book. So what the website is telling us. Uh, a romantic novel teaches readers about love and relationships. And that's what you should be looking uh, out of uh, for the reading, right? So when you read a, a romantic novel, obviously we understand that there are some love and relationship lessons or examples, right? So a science textbook... Uh, on the other hand, is meant to teach you about particular subject, usually using key terms, examples, and the occasional anecdotes, right? Classically speaking here, we can see that uh, if you read the uh, precise math or scientific book, you get the knowledge which is very uh, connected with reality, right? When we discuss the novels or uh, different sci-fi books, of course, there are, there, there are not that precise, the, the information there is not that precise. So we should uh, think um, kind of um, uh, philosophically about it, right? So philosophy uh, is uh, included in the book and you just think about something, but you're not getting the precise details or knowledge uh, right off the bat, right? So you learn something with an example inside of the scientific books, and you get the philosophical idea or situation or uh, piece of knowledge out of the sci-fi book or novel uh, with an example of emotional or... Uh, I don't know, just a kind of um, fictional story, right? So you see the fictional story, you see the fake uh, situation, but that fake situation gives you an idea of something, right? And on the other hand, when you read the math book or, uh, you know, the scientific book, they give you the precise details which you can double check uh, and uh, get your own result right away. So you don't need to think about it. You don't need to double check the meaning of uh, the allegory or just uh, of, the, of, the, of the story. They give you the precise details. So consider the purpose of the book. 
make sure that you read uh, the book you're looking for, right? Uh, and the last one is write a summary or analysis of the book. That's pretty uh, simple one. So you can understand uh, the details and you can understand the content of the book when you write a summary, right? Okay, what kind of thoughts you got, right? What the thoughts are the most important about the book? And um, it's uh, pretty obvious here, pretty banal, because uh, you write down some interesting ideas when you understand them. If you don't, you cannot write down even a word. So you should reread or reconsider yourself with some particular ideas. When you do this correctly, you're fine. So you can summarize, you can use your um, some, you can use some and make some analysis of the book uh, with your own thoughts, right? Uh, you can measure it somehow. Uh, that's what this point is about. Uh, let's see what they uh, kind of sharing here with us. So even if you are not reading the book for a class assignment, consider writing something down about the book once you've finished it. Briefly summarize the book or use a longer piece to make your own argument about the significance and quality of the book. Yeah, that's the pretty decent one. But again, in my opinion, people will never do this because uh, the time <laughs> is all about the time, right? So we have a limited amount of time. We think so. And uh, maybe these three are not that important ones for our uh, book understanding. But uh, it's absolutely true that it's clarifying your ideas. You understand more when you uh, summarize, when you think, when you make an analysis, and uh, you're using your own words to explain the idea. For example, in English, it's pretty the same. Uh, you've learned something new. Let's say the word summarize, right? So how to explain the word summarize in your own words? Okay, so when you're summarizing an idea or you're summarizing the book or the topic or an article, so you explain uh, or you... Uh, calculate all the ideas, right? So, see, I explained you the word summarize with the word calculate all ideas. So, this is pretty the same. If you can do the same with um, anything you learn, you kind of understand it. If you cannot rephrase, if you cannot explain it in other words, probably you're not you're not getting it yet, okay? So try to read one more time or try to uh, see some uh, more examples about the topic because uh, this quality is very important for English learning. Uh, I teach my students to use very simple language first to explain hard things. For example, if you learn the word comprehends or if you learn something new for yourself, explain it with the word understand, right? With knowing the word understand, you can explain the word comprehend. But without knowing the word, the word understand, you cannot explain the word comprehend, okay? So use the simple language first to clarify your ideas, to see them vividly, right? Vividly, it means clearly, all right? So that's the point of uh, the topic. Uh, and again, I think that most readers... Uh, like I'm, I never do the summarizing on paper, uh, but if I like some ideas, I just uh, <laughs> kind of pointing them out 
and I uh, memorize them and I use them right away in my life. And uh, that's uh, what I think about this topic and that what this topic or WikiHow is teaching us here. Okay, so let's revise all of these three secrets uh, they just shared with us. So we should dig deeper into the book by finding information about when the book was written. Pretty clarified. So consider, we should to consider the purpose of the book. We need to make sure what kind of book we are reading. It's kind of, um, kind of banal, right? So if you read a book about math, all right, it's obviously, it's obviously that you get the information about uh, this, right? So just, just, just do it <laughs> with uh, the point that you're reading the right, correct book for yourself. Uh, you never, you will never find uh, the love lessons inside of the scientific books, right? It's better to find something more precise uh, and uh, concrete for yourself. And number three, write a summary or analysis of the book. Um, yeah, this is pretty useful. But again, you can summarize uh, with your own words. Just you don't need to write it down. Uh, I think you can just summarize it like we're doing it now, right? So we're summarizing the details uh, we're summarizing the um, ideas uh, and analyzing them uh, from all perspectives. With that said, that's uh, the finale of our whole topic about book reading. So if you will read or if you will listen this uh, podcast again, you will understand this topic very vividly, okay? Very clearly. Uh, if you forgot of the previous podcasts, right, about this topic, about reading the books, uh, just re-listen it, all right, do it again, uh, listen it again, uh, refresh it in your mind, and then you'll be a professional, uh, a professional of the book reading, right, yeah, thank you all guys, that's the end of this topic, but I have something to say to you, it's like a bonus content, what I really want to share with you guys, um, it's important to know why you are doing such a things, right? Because when you read a book, uh, you will understand more and you will understand uh, vividly the things uh, you're reading about when you are interested. When you have no interest, uh, these all ideas, they're, they're not working all together because uh, you have no interest. And the interest is the key moment, is the key motivational point, uh, which gives you the chance to understand uh, details and understand and be interested uh, of uh, looking and searching for something extra than just the book. Without this interest, everything is clueless. What does it mean clueless? Clueless means everything uh, has no clue uh, when you are not interested. So if you're interested in English learning, so continue digging, continue looking for the content right? Look for more courses, look for more books, read books in English, and you'll be completely fine with your evolution. So, um, and that's all for today, guys. Thank you all for uh, listening. I hug you all, and I hope to see you very soon. I'm planning to release one more episode this week, so let's stay in touch, let's be connected, and I hope you guys have an amazing time with your English learning process. Take it easy and have fun. Bye-bye. <laughs>